What up, yo? It's Mark Shanniff with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, November 24th, episode number 138. You can follow the show. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. Instagram is at Fantasy underscore Knockout. And I am excited for today's show. It is the Week 12 Waiver Wire. Uh, who are we looking at this week? What is the flavor of the week for quarterback and defense? League check. How'd you guys do this week? Did you dominate? Did you get out a win? Squeak out a win like me? Yes, that's right. I squeaked out a win. So the money league, we're um, going into Sunday night. I was down 10 points and I had Darren Waller and Chris Godwin left. My opponents, he had Josh Jacobs still. And I was able to close the gap to about 5.1 points. Um, I'm recording this Monday before the game. And so I still have Chris Godwin left. I need like three receptions for 37 yards Monday night for the win, which I should get. The Listener League. Oh, my goodness. Again, what a game Sunday night. I had Waller left on that team. My opponent had CEH and Kelsey. I had a 25.5 point lead going into the game. Well, CEH and Kelsey, they both score 20-plus points each, and my opponent ends up having a total of 141.82 points on the week. But thank you to the Walrus, he managed to get me 18.3 points, and I ended up winning by .7. Yes, I squeaked it out, 142.58 to 141.82. That was a close one. announcements the hashtag knockout giveaway is going on still to win a signed Devonte adams jersey if you're looking for accurate rankings or have a question for the show head on over to the website fantasyknockout.com for all your fantasy football needs the good the bad the ugly The good of the week, Adam Thielen, wide receiver for the Vikings. Eight receptions, 123 yards, two touchdowns for 28.3 points. Keenan Allen crushed it too for the Chargers wide receiver. 16 receptions, wow, 145 yards and a touchdown for 26.5 points. Travis Kelsey, like I just mentioned, he's the tight end for the Chiefs. He had eight receptions, 127 yards, and a touchdown at the end of the game to win the game for them. 22.86 points. Tyree Kill had a monster game, 11 receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown for 21.5 points. And then CEH, he had a good one as well. 69 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns, one reception for eight yards for 20.2 points. Now on to the bad and the ugly. Julio Jones from Atlanta, the receiver, he was projected for 15.49 points. Let you down, he only ended up with 4.9 and an injury. Miles Sanders, the running back from Philly, he was projected for 15.32 points. He had a terrible matchup there in uh, Cleveland. He ended up with 7.6. Juju, the birthday boy, the Steeler receiver, he was projected for 12.58 points. He ended up with 3.9. He lets you down. And then Duke Johnson out of Houston. This is disappointing. He just keeps letting you down with all with the full load there in Houston. The running back, he was project, projected for 12.44 points. He ended up with 5. Let's talk some news. News with views. All right, so to start off, wide receiver Adam Thielen out of Minnesota. After that monster game, guess what? He gets placed on the COVID list. There's no news if he tested positive or if he's just in the close contact protocol. 
Um, we're going to have to monitor that going forward. But yeah, he, I mean, it, hopefully it's the close contact, so then he'll play this weekend. Uh, running back LaMichael Pirion out of the Jets, he suffered a high ankle sprain, which is a bummer because I was hoping he would get more usage after their buy and kind of emerge. So they're shutting him down. This one's super bum. Uh, really upset about this one. Quarterback Joe Burrow out of Cincinnati. He's placed on the season-ending IR with a torn MCL and ACL. They're saying it's similar to what Carson Wentz had. This is unfortunate for this kid. Uh, maybe this will teach the Bengals to get him some protection for next year. Uh, running back Christian McCaffrey out of Carolina. His coach said that he's still considering CMC with a shoulder injury week to week. They do still have their bye week in week 13, so you could see him miss week 12 just to get that extra rest, so be careful. Uh, wide receiver Julio Jones uh, at Atlanta. His coach Raheem Morris said that Julio with his hamstring could be a game-time decision if needed before week 12. And that's not comforting. Uh, running back Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins uh, from Baltimore. They both have been placed on the COVID list, um, so go get Gus Edwards. And then head coach Matt Nagy out of Chicago said that the team is still evaluating the statuses of both quarterbacks, Nick Foles who with the hip injury and Mitch Tubrisky with the shoulder injury. They haven't announced who's going to be their starting quarterback yet, so they're the Sunday night game. Um, and then the Steelers-Ravens, this is a Thursday night game, and it remains on schedule as of now, uh, despite all the Ravens' COVID pos- uh, tests, you know, guys being placed on, on COVID. So stay tuned, monitor that, because that will change a lot of start-sit stuff going forward for Thursday night. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Main event. All right, guess what? No bye weeks. We're not completely done because there's two teams next week on week 13 with a bye. But no bye weeks for week 12, which is nice. So everybody's out there. But it is Turkey Day. (laughs) Yes. So three games Thursday. You got Houston and Detroit in the morning game. Washington and Dallas in the afternoon. And then the evening game is going to be probably the best one, which is Baltimore and Pittsburgh. That'll be a fun game. So let's go over the kind of Thursday or the Turkey Day previews real quick. So Houston, Detroit, we're going to start quarterback Deshaun Watson. You'll start Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Feel confident in those guys going against Detroit. You could flex Duke Johnson or the tight ends. Um, You know, if you need to play a tight end, you can play one of them. I don't love it, but you can go with one of those guys. Uh, On the Detroit side, start TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift and Galladay and with confidence if they're all healthy and available. Um, flex Marvin Jones, and if you need a pinch, quarterback Stafford's not. He's disappointing, but you can play him. He typically does well on Thursday, and Marvin Jones is the Turkey Day hero always. So look for him to have a monster game. Then the Washington and Dallas game. We're going to start Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick and Terry McLaurin. You're going to start all those guys with confidence. You can flex Alex Smith. Again, he's like Stafford if you need a quarterback this week, which hopefully you don't. Uh, You can start Alex Smith. You could start Logan Thomas, the tight end, if you need a tight end as well. Now on the other side, start uh, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb with confidence. I like them going forward with um, Andy Dalton. You You should flex Zeke and Pollard if you need a running back. Uh, Zeke looked a little bit better. Um, And then the Baltimore and Pittsburgh game. 
start Lamar, start Gus Edwards, um, start Mark Andrews. And if he's healthy, if he gets off the COVID list, J.K. Dobbins, start him. Um, I would definitely sit Hollywood. And if you have to flex Ingram, you can. Otherwise, I would just stay away from that. Then on the Pittsburgh side, we're starting Deontay Johnson. We're starting Chase Claypool with confidence. You can flex James Conner. You can flex Juju. Uh, You can play Big Ben if you need to. Let's talk some waivers. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. I love that song. Drop it like it's hot. Go check out. See who is dropped. You never know who your opponents drop, who they move on for that might be fantasy gold for you. So quarterback, Taysom Hill, he is the quarterback to go pick up. He's about 40% owned. He's from New Orleans. He had a good game. He surprised me. Um, He has two more solid matchups and maybe a lot of rest of season value too. So if you need a quarterback, go get him. Tight ends I like uh, going forward is Jordan Reed from the Niners. Dalton Schultz out of Dallas. He's about 21% owned. He looked a lot better with Andy Dalton. Wide outs that I like uh, going forward for this week is Michael Pittman Jr. He's my top of the list. He's 44% owned. Nelson Aguilar looked okay. He's about 20% owned. Josh Reynolds from the Rams. We mentioned him a couple uh, past weeks. He's about 13% owned. Brashad Perryman, if you're desperate. He's from the Jets, 11% owned. Uh, here's the main stuff. Running backs. This is what everybody's trying to find because it's just such a wasteland this year. Running back Gus Edwards out of Baltimore. As I mentioned, J.K. Dobbins and, and uh, Ingram are on the COVID list. So go see if he's out there. He's about 29% owned. Um, don't know why he's so low. James White out of New England with Rex Burkhead getting nicked up. He's about 40% owned. Go pick up White. He's going to be the receiving back there for New England. Cam Akers out of the Rams. He's about 32% owned. Uh, Tony Pollard out of Dallas, he's getting a little bit more starting time. So 19% owned. Frank Gore, since P. Ryan's out, he's about 10% owned. I know it's ugly. It's gross. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk some buy and sell. Buy and sell. So maybe your trade deadlines have already passed. Uh, maybe you still have another week or so. Um, so if you do guys, I like guys that I want to go buy wide receiver, Allen Robinson out of Chicago. We all know the bears are past happy team and that Robinson is among the league leaders and targets, right? <laughs> when you take that and add his playoff schedule, Robinson should be a top 10 receiver for fantasy playoffs. He's going against the Texans, the Vikings and the Jaguars in weeks 14 through 16. None of those matchups are going to scare you. Instead, they entice you. So go get Robinson. Bye, running back Derrick Henry out of Tennessee. Winter is coming. If you're a team that's in the playoffs already, you should be trading for Derrick Henry. He's likely going to be a fantasy MVP this year with matchups against the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Packers in weeks 14 through 16. Those might be three of the five best matchups a running back can ask for. And Henry always picks up steam in December. All right, we're going to sell wide receiver DJ Chark out of Jacksonville. This is the time of the year where you look to the playoffs. You aren't aiming to finish in third place, are you? (laughs) I know I'm not. The Jaguars will be playing against the Ravens in Week 15, then the Bears in Week 16. Those are two of the worst possible matchups available to wide receivers, and we can't pretend like Chark hasn't been ultra-consistent anyways. And then we're going to sell quarterback Ryan Tannehill out of Tennessee. We're starting to see a trend develop with Tannehill, and it's not a good one. 
His starting left tackle, Taylor Lewan, was hurt in week five and announced out for the season. Since that time, which is a span of five games, Tannehill has not thrown for more than 233 yards or two touchdowns. To be fair, he played against the Steelers, the Bears, the Colts, and the Ravens during that stretch, but he's also lost that fantasy floor slash ceiling he used to have. And then we're going to sell Todd Gurley out of Atlanta. He keeps falling into the end zone, which is what's holding up his fantasy stock. But his inefficiency cannot be ignored. Neither can his schedule, which ranks as the third toughest in NFL over the remainder of the season, including another game against the Saints and one against the Bucks, two teams who you really don't want to start your running back against. Flavor of the week. So quarterbacks that we're going to stream, we're going to go with Taysom Hill out of New Orleans. He's at Denver, and he's about 43% owned. If he's available, go get him. He did much better than I thought. Now he gets a good matchup against Denver, and he still has Atlanta next week. The rushing is like a cheat code in fantasy, and that's what Taysom Hill brings to your team. Derek Carr out of the Vegas Raiders. He's at Atlanta. He's about 36% owned. He just had a solid game against Kansas City, and now he gets the number one defense for opposing quarterbacks that you want to face. So go get Carr this week if you need a quarterback. And then this one is super ugly, I know. It's Carson Wentz from Philly. Yuck. Gross. He's got Seattle. He's about 69% owned. He's probably going to be less owned after after, uh, waivers go through. And again, I know it's gross because I just played him against Cleveland. Yes, he sucks. But it's the matchup that is nice. It's Seattle. Philly's atop their division by half a game, and they need to be winning uh, to win their division. And they're probably going to be playing from behind, which means more passing for Wentz. All right, some streaming defenses that you can play. The favorite one this week is the New York Football Giants. They're at Cincinnati. They're about 16% owned. No more Gerbo. Uh, Gerbil. <laughs> no more Joe Burrow. He still has a battle line that can't block, and now they get a backup quarterback, so that looks delicious. Then the Rams. They have, surprisingly, they're about 64% owned. Um, they got San Francisco this week. I'm just kind of shocked that they're not more owned right now. Um, they got a good matchup against the Niners, and I would start them if uh, you need another team. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show is Week 12 Start Sit. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. Whatever platform you're on, leave a rating and review. All right. Till next time. See ya.